Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 217. We're back from an amazing cruise on Royal Caribbean's Harmony of the Seas, and I got to share the seven-night Western Caribbean experience with my friends from RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com. This week's episode was recorded live on board Harmony of the Seas, and we talked about our experiences on board, including staterooms, dining packages, activities, and a whole lot more. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. We're recording live for this episode, at least, on board Harmony of the Seas as part of the Royal Caribbean Blog Group Cruise 2017. Thank you for joining us here. My name is Matt, of course, and we are hanging out with many of my friends on board Harmony of the Seas on our last day of our cruise. And uh, we've had a lot to talk about because it's been a really fun seven-night adventure. And there's so much to talk about, really, and, and there's so many different stories. And this is what makes group cruises so fun because we all have... We're all sharing the experience, but we all kind of, you know, do our own little thing in times, and it all kind of, we hear stories about it, and it all kind of kind of comes full circle. Um, but talking about the cruise, I guess, there, I mean, we've got dining, there's staterooms, there's excursions, there's what Ron Hiller did, there's so many different things <laughs> that we could possibly talk about on this episode. And what Ron Hiller did. Maybe short talk about what Ron Hiller didn't do. <laughs> But it was really a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I think we'll start off, I think staterooms is probably the easiest thing to talk about because so many of us stayed in so many different kind of rooms. I know that personally I stayed in a Crown Lofts week for the first time. And I remember when I when my wife suggested booking it, I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, I, mean, I like a suite, but it, you know, it wasn't like, you know, certain rooms like you have like your, your, your mind is set on. Like, I really want to stay in that kind of a room, right? And this one was like, it was, I certainly didn't mind staying in. I was like, yeah, let's do it. It, it was a really good deal. But it wasn't, I don't know, I, it, the photos always looked like it was a little narrower than it was, like there wasn't a lot of living space in there. But having been in there, I'll tell you that it was really amazing, and I really enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. With the highlight, of course, on day four or five, we did the... Five. Five, we did the... Formal night. That's right, formal night. Far too early. <laughs> we, did a, we did a party in the suite where uh, myself and Rich, uh, who had the same room next door to each other, we opened up and Rich had an amazing party next door. So a big round of applause for Rich. That was awesome. We had a really good time in there uh, hanging out. And I, we said it for an hour and I was joking about it. I said, you know what? Like, she's like, how long is it going to go? I don't know. I think it was everyone has like a drink package, basically. So I thought other than Jason, everybody would come and get you know, one drink. And... <laughs> I thought everyone would come and get one drink, maybe get a bite to eat, and then it's back to the pool or something, right? Because, you know, it's, I don't know what to expect, but it was wonderful. Everyone was staying there, it was hanging out and having a great time, so that was a lot of fun. We had a we had a really nice time in there, so that was like the culmination for me of my particular stateroom. Um, Ron, I know that you had upgraded to a junior suite also. You did also went from a regular room to a suite, and uh, Ron, what did you think about your, are you happy with your choice that you went to a junior suite? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, the size of the junior suite, especially with Michael, I mean, I needed the extra space because uh, we had a lot of late nights, but the overall layout of the uh, stateroom and, and our, I think the highlight of our stateroom was the balcony because we were on the hump. We have a large extended balcony, so we had three uh, lounge chairs out there. It's a beautiful facility and I just, in the tub, obviously, yeah. and the bathroom as well. So we needed all that stuff for us. We have a lot of stuff in our room right now. It's pretty messy. because <laughs> <laughs> of all the luggage. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else had a, tried a new room? They want to try a new room category. Brian. So I also had the uh, Crown Law Suite. Yep. Um, and, I mean, I, I loved it. I really loved it. I mean, the amount of... Uh, 
actually the amount of space, it was just the two of us, so if anything, it was more space than I even needed. Um, and then the other thing was that I was a little concerned about was that we were looking out over the basketball court. Yes. Um, and and it was like, you know, is that going to be noisy? Is that going to be annoying? And actually, I, I thought it was really cool because when I was sitting out there, um, there was a lot of life going on, and, and, and you could see all this action, and you could still see the water even beyond it, and it was just really nice to sit out there and see the action going on, and I mean, I, I, sometimes I just sat out there and watched people play uh, basketball or, or, or soccer. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a neighborhood balcony, yeah. but with an ocean view, yeah. and that was, that was really nice, absolutely, I agree about that. Um, anyone on the side saying a new category, stateroom category new to them? Uh, Rhonda. We had a virtual balcony. Normally we have a regular balcony. And um, it was nice because on this group we wanted to be out talking to people and not on our own balcony. So we saved a bit of money and, and it was good. There was light in the room. That it, it was actually looked so real that <laughs> you almost forgot it was just a TV. Right. You, could, you could only try getting into the virtual balcony once and then Royal Caribbean would kick you off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, that, that was a great thing. Did, speaking of uh, first time, is it is is there anybody who's doing an Oasis class ship for the first time on this cruise? Mark, what you, so what do you think? Give me first of all, tell us what your expectations were because I know you were on Navigator with us for the last group cruise. But talk about your expectations versus what your experience was like. So uh, previously we'd uh, done Majesty and Navigator. So Navigator was the biggest ship we'd ever been on before, and we're finding this to be huge. <laughs> There's so many different places to do things, and uh, it's it's a lot of walking around. But we've had a really great time and really enjoyed the uh, Oasis experience. And we have two more Oasis class booked, so uh, we'll have to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you like it, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that leads to an obvious question, which is that a lot of people have concerns about an Oasis class ship, or even quite frankly. A quantum class ship and maybe even a freedom class ship, which is that they're too big. Now, Michael Poole doesn't agree because Michael Poole loves big ships. But for everybody else, does anyone have? Did, I mean, what do you guys think? If someone's saying, uh, I'm actually going to go, I was going to ask the audience, I'm going to go right to the man who swore off Oasis class ships prior to booking this ship again, uh, Rich Triplett. Now, Rich, talk to us about your experience. I mean, you can be honest with what you, what you think about it. <laughs> I can edit it out, don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, what you? How did this experience? You went on a waste of the seas. You didn't have a bad time. You just kind of decided you kind of like smaller ships, and then obviously you came on here. Talk about your experience the second time on an Oasis class ship. So this is my second time on an Oasis class. Last was Oasis uh, about three months ago, I think. And I don't know if I was predisposed not to enjoy it or not. Not that I didn't enjoy it, but I. It is very large ship and very crowded. And uh, from my perspective. This experience in Harmony has been better. <clears throat> I don't think we're at 100% occupancy, which I think has actually helped my experience on board. And uh, I definitely like the, the fact that it's a new ship, Harmony's a new ship, the decor and the feeling on board is definitely more, more to my liking than, than the Oasis was. But um, I still have the experience that the Oasis class is, you know, for lack of a better term, an inward-looking ship rather than an outward-facing ship. And part of the experience that I'm looking for when sailing is the ocean and the sea, um, so some of the other classes, I do like Freedom Class, which, you know, is still a large ship. But um, for me, I think that the other classes serve what I'm looking for a little bit better in the sense of the ocean experience. Uh, beautiful resort, um, but I can find a lot of beautiful resorts on land as well. So, But yeah, I would do it again. In fact, I'm booked on uh, Symphony, which is more than a year away, I guess. But yeah, I would do it again. Okay. 
Well, you're parking on somebody's so you put your money where your mouth is, right? And yeah, going for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, for me, and I've said this a lot of times. I like the. I think having too many choices is a good thing. I like having variety. I like being able to choose rather than the the opposite, which is like, oh, I can't find anything that I want to do. Or there have been sometimes on other cruises where there is more of a linear entertainment schedule where it's like, you know, this event followed by this event followed by this event, and there's one or two that you don't, you're not really particularly interested in. It kind of lends itself to like, well, what else am I going to do? I mean, you obviously go to the pool and kind of do things on your own. But if you, I think a lot of us kind of follow the entertainment schedule, right? We go from this party to this event to this show and kind of, that's, that's part of what makes cruising so much fun. So um, that's good. Um, I'm glad that we got some uh, new, uh, some, some good experiences there overall with the Oasis class. And um, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great ship. Who here has cruised uh, Oasis and Allure before? Oasis or Allure, I should say. So almost everybody here. Um, Ron, what did you think about how Harmony stacks up versus Oasis or Allure? Okay, I've been on the uh, Oasis twice, and actually, if you compare Oasis to the Harmony, it's just the fact that I, I actually like the Harmony more, based simply on the fact it's a quantum Oasis class hybrid, and all the neat things you can do on the uh, uh, like the Anthem of the Seas, you can also you know do on the uh, Harmony. Yeah, except love. Except for Russell, right? But there's a lot of touches on here. The quantum, quantum class touches, which is something I picked up on very quickly that I really enjoyed. Michael, you've done Allure, um, and obviously you're going. We you did a two nighter on Harmony, which like it, it doesn't count, but it counts. What, what did you think? Of, what did you think of Harmony? This time going on a seven night cruise. Um, so when I was on it, like you mentioned, the two night, I didn't really get to experience the shows, the dining. So this time around, I was able to enjoy the dining, too much dining, but uh, I did have the ultimate dining package, so it was just a lot of food. But the restaurants are great, uh, James Italian's great, so I really enjoyed that aspect. And then the water slides, just, you know, sometimes some of the adults are like, oh, the water slides aren't really for me, and I saw just as many adults up there on the water slides as kids, so... Uh, Harmony stands out to me over Oasis and Allure for the, the, the new dining options and the water slides. So let's talk about the ultimate dining pack since you brought it up because it's a really good topic. I tried it on my last cruise. I didn't get it for this one. I posted it on, on the blog and I'll post a show, link on our show notes too. Uh, my thoughts on that. What did you... I, I, here, I'm going to ask what your thoughts are on the dining package, but I'm going to start it off with a basic question. Would you buy the ultimate dining package again? So I had it in May on Oasis, and then again this time on Harmony, and I think I'm just in a food coma. Um, I haven't I haven't eaten breakfast one time this week, and I usually do, but I'm taking that opportunity to just stop a meal. Like, it's so much food. Um, so I think for me, going forward, I don't think I'm going to purchase the dining package again. Right, the ultimate dining package. You still do a dining package, but... Absolutely. Uh, the ultimate dining, it's just seven straight days of just specialty food. And you guys know when you leave those restaurants, I mean, you are stuffed. So, you know, there's a couple times where we maybe just wanted to go to the wind jam or grab something, but we don't want to because we feel like we paid for the ultimate dining and we're going to just lose out on the value of the package. Sure. Anyone else in the... Did you anyone else do the ultimate dining package? Oh, Laura. Yeah, I agree completely with Michael. Um, it's just too much food, and you do feel pressure to have to go because you paid for it. And there's so many good places that we actually would want to try or have been that we haven't. Like Park Cafe is one of our favorites. We just made it for the first time for a breakfast sandwich this morning. Uh, we haven't been to. I haven't stepped foot in the Windjammer, and I actually kind of like going there. Um, Which so, restaurant was that? 
It's just too much food. Yeah. I we would do like just a four night or three night package. Yeah. Yeah. Pierce, did you like? What was your favorite restaurant? I'm sorry, Richard. What was your favorite restaurant on the uh, of all the specialty restaurants you went to? Chops. Chops is a good one. Yeah, Michael loves chops. He like lives there. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going right after this. I wish I could. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you could. <laughs> I like too, yeah. Brian. So. Um, I originally had the ultimate dining package, and then when I got upgraded to the suite, uh, I decided to, to drop it. And, and I think it's, it was the right move. Uh, you know, uh, when you in, in a suite, you have Coastal Kitchen, which is you know a step up from, from the main dining room, and it's it's not quite a specialty restaurant, but it it is uh, a little bit higher. So uh, I did get a three night package. Uh, and, and also, because we were in a suite, when we first got on, um, we had lunch at Jamie's, uh, because uh, actually because Coastal Kitchen was closed. Um, so so I, I actually ate at four specialty restaurants, including Jamie, you know, when, when I include Jamie's. Uh, so, I mean, that was, that was more than enough. And then, plus Coastal Kitchen, I mean... You know, and, and and you know, I'm I'm really a big on on specialty dining. Yes. So, so you know, if I was in the balcony that I originally had, I would have definitely stuck with the ultimate package. And it probably I probably would have been saying the same thing that it's a little too much. But so I'm glad I did the three night and had coastal kitchen. So just for people that are in a suite, that's what I I, I would recommend that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to add as well that don't forget lunch is included. So we eat at Sabor twice this week already. And we're going to eat tomorrow night for dinner. So when you add in lunch, you add in dinner. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. So one of the reasons why I booked next week, seriously, was, first of all, I'll be away from you guys. That's a, that's a joke. Uh, secondly, though, I want to experience... Park Cafe, Windjammer, the main dining room. I haven't stepped foot in the main dining room this week, and I like to compare main dining rooms. So, yeah, I'm also kind of in a food coma right now. But I'm a, I'm a breakfast dinner person. I try to skip lunches when I'm on... Uh, it gets in the way of your, of your naps. My, absolutely. <laughs> my two, two naps. But, again, I, I would not buy it again, unless I'm with somebody that wants to try it. Sure. And the, the benefit of that Ultimate Dining package is you can check out every restaurant to see which ones you like and which ones you don't like. So for future cruises, you'll know what you like and what you don't like. I think it's a really good point, Ron, is that if you're... The, I think really one of the, the power of the Ultimate Dining package is if you're new to Royal Caribbean or maybe you're just new to especially restaurants and you say, I really always wanted to try. Chop sounds interesting. Sabor, Matt always talks about. And, you know, James Italian, why not? Sounds kind of interesting. That, you know, there's real value in that because you get an opportunity to <laughs> knock them all out really quickly. And also, uh, with a really good price, actually. I mean, there's no denying that the per-restaurant price with, frankly, any of the dining packages comes out considerably. I mean, considering that, you know, Chops Grill is a great example. It's $49 if you just come in on it your own. But you buy a dining package, and oftentimes that price drops in half, if not more, uh, for per the meal, which is just, you know, it's almost like sometimes it's like... $15. You know, it costs more money not to get the package than to, to get the package, right? Uh, Ron, did you have a problem with asking? Yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, for anybody who's not familiar with the uh, Coastal Kitchen, I mean, I wasn't aware of it either. I assume that, like most specialty restaurants, all the uh, the menu stays the same. Coastal Kitchen, they change it every night. 
Yeah. Which, was really, like um, Ryan had said, it's a step up from main dining room. Really is. It, 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 it's really a wonderful venue. Nice. So, looking back on on the cruise here, um, is there a memory that sticks out for some of you? Something that you did? Maybe it was a show. Maybe it was an event. Uh, an excursion. Uh, uh, I don't know. A particular, a particular cake you happen to eat that really stood out your mind. Well, I have two. One would be the Rubicon, the escape room, which was fabulous. Had a really good time. The other one was Annette's uh, Pamela Anderson impression. Oh, that was it. I know what you're talking about. We're going to keep that out of the podcast. What, was you, what did you talk about the escape room, Rubicon, which of course is the escape room? Why did that stand out to you? Well, we, there was eight of us, I think. Ten. Ten. And we just had never done an escape room before. It was um, apparently only about 20% of the people actually get out. We got out with just under three minutes left on the clock. And it was just really good. It was really just a lot of fun for not, not that much money. And it, I suppose it all depends on the team you're with, but we had a team that did really well. Yeah. That's great. I love the escape through Picot. Um The... The, the other escape room, first of all, there's another one coming up this afternoon um, in at 12.15, I think, in the On Air Club, which is similar to that. But um, the escape room kind of so cool because it's in that, um, it's in a dedicated space. It's like, it's a very immersive experience, which I think adds to what makes it so much fun. And it's a, it's a nice challenge, something different. You know, it's not just, oh, it's another show, it's another, you know, belly club competition or something like that, right? Right. I would say the uh, pub crawl, um, because, I mean, not only, I mean, it's fun to, you know, go out drinking during the day, that's not, um, but also because, uh, you know, it really gave a chance for us to spend some time together and, and meet each other and, you know, talk to different people as we were moving around, and then, you know, it, I think it was really great. Stumbling over. Stumbling, however it worked out, you know, and, 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 and I think it was really great at the end that you know so many people went down the the abyss. Uh, a couple of people may have gotten hurt, but uh, minor minor injuries, minor injuries, just you know battle scars, um, and uh, and then you know to just you know end it off with a with a shot of tequila and then and then hang out some more. It was just a lot of, a lot of fun. yeah. No, we love the pub crawl. In fact, I think the first time we ever did the pub crawl, it wasn't Navigator. Quantum. Freedom? Freedom. Quantum. quantum. We did it on Quantum. We did it on Quantum. Was it an official event, or was it just yeah. a... Yeah, it okay. was a deal. <laughs> we did the pub crawl, but it was towards the end of the cruise. It wasn't on, like... We moved it to the beginning. Yeah, we moved it to the beginning on starting on Navigator, and, it, and for that exact reason, Brian, is that it, it it's such a great social event, and it, and what happened was people would finally like, meet each other, like... Oh, you're on, and you know it's like, oh, okay, and you get to know each other. It's like, oh, well, this is cool, but we got to get off the ship tomorrow, right? So it's like, you know, it 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 didn't really it serves its purpose, but it doesn't. It, we wanted to maximize that, and coming with the uh, moving it early on, I, I agree that was a, that was a lot of fun. And the uh, and and big shout out to Brian and Billy for uh, tag teaming the uh, the execution and planning. Of the uh, of the pub crawl, there was a lot. There's actually a book this year <laughs> with what? photos, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, deck plans, <laughs> descriptions, <laughs> and times as where we would be, and humor. <laughs> yes, um, that was a lot of fun. I, I agree about about the pub crawl. Um, you know, it's it's hard. I'm trying to figure out my favorite acti- uh, favorite memory from the group cruise. Certainly, getting recognition and being in Celebrity Row and Lava D was quite nice. Uh, me and Kelsey Grammer and um, 
uh, Kristen Bell all had, this, all, had, all had cabanas lining up next to each other. So, of course, I finally got recognition. That's obviously what happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Matt Hoshberg is staying there. We will stay here as well. You know, if I recall, and this isn't important, but and this isn't important, but I, it's worth mentioning. You were actually assigned to a different cabana initially, and then when they realized that I was going to be in the cabana with you, <laughs> all I know is that we were in that section, and uh, you know, it, it worked out quite well. So I was quite pleased to see that. Uh, Labadee was a lot of fun. I had, a, I had a really nice time in Labadee. We had excellent weather. I mean, it was hot, but. I don't, uh, other than like a little bit of rain in Cozumel, I mean, I've never experienced seas this calm before. Like, I mean, from day one to day six, not a wave, not nothing resembling a white cap, certainly. Um, I mean, I really, I, it was just incredible uh, to see that. And then what was your favorite memory of the cruise? <laughs> last night? I have to say, last night was a lot of fun. Thank you for the party people that were up till two. It was nice to decompress a little bit. If you could see them right now, they're all raising their hands. Um, I have to say, really and truly, bus four is a fond memory. Um, so uh, nothing like going on a short excursion on two buses and coming back with four. Um, I think this is the first time I've been on a group cruise where people not in our group tipped me <laughs> because I was taking care of Back to the a few issues that I had on the shore excursion. So, but, you know, I have to say um, the adjustments on this cruise because of the film crew. Yeah. That's been, it's been interesting to kind of stand on the sidelines and watch, but to see how it affects the other guests that are not a part of it. Because I think several of us have, um, I use the word manhandled, but they definitely... <laughs> are not going to let you slide in on their film unless you go through. So, And we had some people that were in the film. They, I don't know if they want to talk about that, but that's been kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're not wrong. There's, there's a lot, it was kind of a different uh, added experience. And for those who are listening to this on the podcast, uh, they were filming a Netflix... It's a film, right? Not a, not a feature movie. movie. Netflix movie. A feature film. It is. Yes. <laughs> like, like Father. Like Father. Like like father. Like and they were filming it uh, on board the ship. They have been filming it, I think, even before our sailing. Yeah. But yeah. it's kind of surreal and interesting at the same time to see it because you walk by and it's like, oh, there's Kelsey Grammer. And then, um, you know, and they're obviously filming scenes and they ask, they ask for extras during the course of the cruise uh, if you wanted to be in the scenes. And it's kind of interesting just to be able to see that. Uh, I remember we were waiting for the... Um, Falmouth excursion, and they were they had the entire the entire length of the promenade they were filming on, and people were just be it was like um, the Truman Show, where they <laughs> they started their at their marker and then they have to do something maybe it's have a drink or wave to each other to talk but then they have to go back to the, their starting point and do it all again it was kind of it's 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 interesting and weird I don't know how it is. you have to see it to understand but that's a that's a that's an experience that. I think for almost all of us, that was the first time in, on a cruise ship, nonetheless. Uh, kind of a cool thing to, to see and do there. So that was a, it was a neat thing. Um, I mean, there were a lot of fun things. This is what I love about um, Oasis-class ships. There's so many variety of things that are going on, um, different activities, different shows. Um, we talked about, uh, we briefly talked about some of the excursions we did. Labadee, I just mentioned, that was a lot of fun over there. Did anyone try the, uh, the, the zip line in Labadee for the first time? Brandon tried it? Even though you're not in the first three rows, I don't know. 
yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it was not as scary as you would think. And um, it's more gentle than you would think as far as the end of it goes. So I would highly recommend it, especially if you can get it on sale, which we did. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you, how much did you pay for it? Was it cheaper than the usual almost $100? Yeah, we got it like 20 or 30% off on one of the one of the cruise planner sales, yeah. Nice. Nice. That's not a bad deal at all, then. Um, I'm trying to think of the... Um, well, I'm just going to have to talk to Michael for a second because this is like the, you know, like at the sports center after they talk to the athlete after the <laughs> devastating loss. <laughs> By the way, whoever, who took the photo? Was it Jason? Yeah. Yeah. There's a great photo. This would be my new meme of anytime you're disappointed with anything. That's going to be the, the, the picture. So Michael uh, played the quest and he, he really valiantly tried his best and to be to be fair we there, your partner was not someone in our group it just was uh, he had trouble finding a you have to have a female team captain and a team cap a male team captain um, and Michael is a pro at it I mean you've done how many have you done so far Michael like I mean ballpark uh, quest games I would say I've played close to 20 times but I had a 8 time first place streak going that is, was broken broken <laughs> <laughs> oh. we was robbed we was robbed we yeah it was robbed yeah it was we didn't have to show our tattoo. <laughs> That's where we're so going. when you see me in the pub, like drowning beers and, and sorrow, you know why the streets. Second go. place, though. Second place. It, it, it was actually it was it was one of my favorite favorite times I played. Um, doing it with a group like this and seeing all the photos instantly on social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, lipstick all over me! But it was a blast. I had so much fun. Awesome. Uh, it was it was a fun time. I think that was a. Uh, there were a lot of events that we got to we got to do as a group, and that was a that was one obviously last night that we got to to check out. And um, I mean, there was you know from the uh, piano entertainment to the to the quest to <laughs> uh, trivia. Uh, there were a lot of fun events. So I guess uh, the other question I have, I guess, kind of to kind of culminate is obviously now that we've kind of all experienced Harmony of the Seas, what are some tips or, or advice you would give to somebody who's considering going on Harmony of the Seas? If you have a, a tip or an, or a, an idea, um, one of the things I always tell people, I mean, obviously research, and that's very self-serving tip, but um, to, you know, you've got to know ahead of time as best you can, read the cruise compasses, it really, even their past compasses, they give you a really good idea of what to expect. Jason, do you have a uh, suggestion for somebody going on Harmony for the first time? Talk to the sound guy at the sh- at the shows because that's how I managed to get on the production tour, which is only allowed for Diamond Plus or something. Diamond. So I am not, but they invited me on. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a, that's a really good tip because that, I mean, just in general, talk to the crew members. They're not just here to clean your room and, and whatnot. I mean, these people are not only very nice to talk to, but you never know what happens, right? And mm-hmm. and Jason talked to one of the the tech guys there, and then. You know, they couldn't believe that somebody wanted to talk to them, and they got a and got invited to a to a, to a true. backstage tour. No one yeah. talks to them. Yeah. Um, I also, you know, with with uh, obviously making the the making dining reservations is very important for especially restaurants. Um, sure. It's not that you don't you don't have to, but it certainly makes your life a whole lot easier. And once you're in the system, you're in the system. It, it makes your life so much easier. So if you if you have a dining package, almost a must uh, do. I know that. Um, on day one, they did have set up for people in the dining packages. You could go to uh, Silk, and they would take care of it for you over there, making the reservations. Traditionally, you just go to a specialty restaurant, and they'll just do it all for you. But it was just, I found it very helpful just to be able to go to this one place. And they just sat down, and they were just going through it really quickly. So it's really, if you have a dining package, definitely book it and book it early. Uh, I know that there's some folks who uh, waited until later on on the cruise to, oh, I'll 
kind of you know make reservations later on, and they ran into issues getting you the times they wanted or whatnot. So it's just easier if you can um, you know do that in advance. Um, I think that, you know speaking of that also with packages and whatnot. Everybody here had the dining or the drink pack. Almost everybody had the drink package. But uh, did anyone did anyone regret the drink package or wish they had not got the drink? <laughs> not because it's just made while well using the drink package. <laughs> we all happy with the value of the drink package. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. 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 You want to get it again, Laura? I normally don't get it because I just I can't drink enough to make it worth it. But I did it because I was going to be keeping up with all the people, which I didn't even come close to doing. But I, I did it for two reasons on this cruise. I did it because of the group cruise, but I also did it because of the Labity stop. Because I thought, oh, laying out in the cabana, drinking all day. But we were in the water so much of the time that I think I had two drinks on Labity because we were just socializing and doing our thing, so... What did you think of the, tell us about your which uh, cabana did you have? What did you think about it? We had Cabana Ten, which is an accessible uh, cabana, um, and it was wonderful. Um, Pierce it doesn't do well in the heat, so without having a cabana shade like that dedicated, he wouldn't be able to be out on the beach. The one thing I will say for anybody that's listening to this that is looking that may need accessibility. It is not accessible if you don't have somebody strong to pull you across the sand because there's a long way to get across loose sand even to get to an accessible cabana. So um, between the cabin attendant, our cabana attendant, and Rob, we managed to do it. But if you're on your own and expect to get to it because it says it's accessible, it is not. Right. So, but it was wonderful. I would do it again in a second. That's a good tip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael, you did a command also for the first time in Labadee. Now that you're a huge fan of Labadee and you've sworn up to pay allegiances, what do you think of the uh, Nelly's Beach Cabana? Um, so I've never done a cabana, and, you know, I decided to book the group cruise and got my cabana, so that was nice. I really enjoyed it. Um, like she, Laura said, the shade for us to be able in the morning take a little nap in the cabana and shade. Um, in the afternoon, too. Yeah, I, I love the, the Evian water there. And something I saw, that you can even have outlets in your cabana. So if you are listening to this and book a cabana, you can actually bring bring your phone charger or whatever you need. There's electrical in the cabana. But and, the I, mats, and, the mats. Oh, and the two floating mats. Yeah, that was awesome. So I would absolutely book a cabana again. I think it becomes a really great value when you can share it with another couple as well. Yeah. Um, Billy, you also, on this cruise, something new for you was you, you traveled with your mother on a world cruise. cruise. <laughs> and that was about your mom. Her, Billy's mom is like one of the most fun people to ever talk yes. to, by the way. Um, you don't need to carry a conversation. You just ask, so how's Billy? And then you just sit back and It's hours of entertainment. Um, but what did you, how did your mom handle like, the cruise? Because this was kind of an interesting opportunity. Just a little bit of background. Billy's mom has a lot of experience in the cruise industry as a whole. Uh, the, 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 Billy's family has uh, worked for a major cruise line. Yeah. for a long time um, so they're very familiar with it but I know that she really was looking forward to not only going on Royal Caribbean but also checking out an Oasis class ship so how'd that go? So to, to, to elaborate just a tiny bit further on that background my mom just got off a, a cruise I don't know like two months ago and it was like 20 nights in the South Pacific in a penthouse suite on a ship that carries 600 people so slight <laughs> difference in experience very, very you know just the nuances and um 
And, and I wasn't sure how that was going to go, to be honest, but I really wanted her to experience an Oasis-class ship because while I consider myself kind of a, a small ship and more quiet cruise person, um, as, in contrast to last night in the solarium, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I wanted her to experience that in the same way that I wanted to experience uh, last year an Oasis-class ship. It's like Vegas. Vegas is not my place, but I've been, and I'm glad I went, because I was like, wow, this is freaking incredible that this exists. And, you know, overall, I would say that, yeah, that was her take. She, not her thing, but she, even even today, I guarantee she'll continue walking around going, I can't believe this is a thing. This is really impressive. Um, that in mind, we are talking about it last night, and I think she's actually enjoyed it more than she thought she would have. Um, despite my presence, uh, just imagine if she would have been traveling without me. Um, she, you know, she did say that there. While yes, it's it's there are a lot of people on this ship. She said it never feels like there's six thousand people on this ship, or you know, with crew eight thousand something. Um, and uh, it made me realize that for for her and for anyone else who maybe thinks that. Uh, an Oasis-class ship is, is a bit too much. It might be. Everyone has different preferences. But what's nice is if you go into it with the mind that you're not going to accomplish everything, that the idea is there's a ship that has so many options that there's going to be something you like. There's going to be some area you like. There's going to be some restaurant you like. There's going to be some quiet little place you're going to hang out in the afternoons that, that, that you like. Um, that's where it really shines. So if you've got a, a family, especially, that you're going with, where maybe everyone has a slightly different preference, I don't think there's a better option at sea than the Oasis class in that sense. And and she's really, you know, she's found those spots, um, especially the Solarium. <laughs> uh, that, that's been big for her, and that's, that's one of my favorite spots, too. So she liked it a lot more than, than she thought she would. Who, who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll talk her into... Uh, Coming back on Symphony. There you go. <laughs> I think I think she likes Sabor better than where we went for her lunch yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sabor, she's talked about. I'm surprised we only went there once because she's talked about Sabor every day. So we may, we may be back there right after this uh, recording. <laughs> Mark, did you just want to add? Yeah, I was just, uh, I was going to say about the uh, the cabanas. Well, we've never done a cabana. We uh, for the first time uh, got a beach bungalow, and I got to say. For just the two of us, I think that's what a cabana should be like. Because um, everything you guys have described in a cabana is in the beach bungalow. You've got a nice place to sit. You've got your floating mats, two dedicated chairs, a an attendant who comes by, a cooler full of water, and far more affordable for just two people. Yeah, yeah. that's a great point. Yeah, the bungalows in general, I mean, it's like what people always want to know, like, what's the difference between a bungalow and a cabana? It's very subtle differences, I mean, except for the price. But... Um, <laughs> But that's a really good point. It's something you shouldn't discount uh, in terms of, you know, just like, oh, it's a cabana or nothing. There are some really nice options, whether you're talking about the bungalow or the beach bed or even the, um, the beach loungers. I mean, it depends on what you're looking to do and what your priorities are. But, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of great choices there. So, um, well, cool. This is was, this was a lot of fun. And of course, if you're listening, you're saying, man, this is a lot of fun. I want to nap uh, in the same place that Ron Hiller naps and I want to experience that kind of a, a cruise. Well, good news, Ron's on the next cruise. And also, more importantly, um, we're doing, of course, our next group cruise, which will be um, Explore the Seas to Alaska. We're going to be doing that. That'll be a, a fun adventure there. My first time ever going to Alaska. Uh, and I think for many folks, it'll be the first time as well. But looking forward to doing that. Um, I also wanted to say a big, big, big thank you to Annette and the folks at MEI Travel. 
every group cruise is always a challenge. It has its own challenges. But the fact that before we even got on the cruise, like the hotel that we had wanted to stay at, like, you know, it was, it was impacted by the Hurricane Irma. Like, that already started things. Like, it's just, I just appreciate it because it freed me up not to have to worry about those kinds of things. You know, I was able to uh, concentrate on, you know, uh, I don't know, sweets, in the, sweets with uh, drinks with, with Rich and, you know, the important things to coordinate. <laughs> and Annette had to, had to take care of the other things. So thank you, Annette. And thank you to everybody. Um, you had a, I know you had a lot of agents on board. And, yeah. And at home. Yes, home. supporting all this. Yeah. And thank you very much for all that. And thank you to everybody here who's joined us. I mean, again, if it wasn't for you guys, it would be a group cruise that turned into a map cruise. So thank you very much for, for being here. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's the reason why I do group cruises every single, I try to do them twice a year because they're so much fun to be able to cruise with all of you guys, meet new friends, see old friends again, and just be able to, it's just, everything is better with friends when you're on board a cruise. I mean, just, I just love walking around and seeing friendly faces, and that made the cruise for me. Everything else is just secondary. So thank you so much for, for joining us here on uh, Harmony of the Seas group cruise. Thank you guys.